Hi, listeners. Welcome to the Grief Out Loud podcast produced by the Dougie Center for Grieving Children. I'm Janet Christofaro and wanted to give you just a little heads up as you listen to this episode, you'll be hearing references to our old name, which was Dear Ducky. So just so you don't get too confused, you're listening to the right podcast and we look forward to bringing you even more great content under the Grief Out Loud name. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everybody. Brendan Connolly here from the Dougie Center in Portland, Oregon. And I'm Jana DeCristofero. Hey, Jana. We are talking today because this is our introductory episode number 000. What the heck are we doing? Dougie Center podcast. Yeah, our Dear Dougie podcast. The Dear Dougie podcast. And... We're we're just since it's episode zero zero zero. We're not really talking about any specific content. We're just we just want to give a big picture of who we are. Who is the, what is the Dougie Center? What do we do? Where do we come from? Why are we, are we doing this podcast? Why are we doing this podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who's going to be talking? Who's going to be on the podcast? All that stuff. So, uh, why don't you start with you? Sure. So I'm Jana, and I um, have been with the Dougie Center for a little over 13 years now. And I run groups here for kids, teens, young adults, adults who have all experienced the death of um, a family member or a friend. And there's so much knowledge and wisdom contained within our groups, the things that people bring to us and talk about their questions, their concerns, their insights, their revelations about what grief has meant for them and the things that they have discovered about how their needs were getting met or not getting met out in the community. So we decided that it might be really helpful to offer some of that information and that wisdom to a larger audience so that people out in the world who are dealing with grief themselves or people who have friends and family that they're close with who are grieving and people want to find out, you know, how can I best support my friend or my family member? We wanted to help open up that conversation as well as to invite members of the community to participate by sending us questions, just things that we can answer to help broaden the conversation about grief and loss in our, in our community. Yeah. We talk to, I mean, people here, are in the Portland, Oregon physical community. But of course, we talk to grief support programs across the country, and we do some training of grief grief support programs all over the world, and have been for years and decades, really. And um, we find that those conversations are so beneficial to both both sides, to us and to them. And uh, we feel like we can maybe help spread the love a little bit with the podcast, um, help people at the same time, and um, just share and teach a little bit of what we've learned here. And do what we can to participate in changing the conversation, you know, the the global yeah. and the national conversation about grief and loss. So often yeah. there is no conversation at all. So by just starting one, we're hoping to make the landscape more uh, welcoming, friendly, and understanding of people who are grieving. Yeah. And speaking of conversation, you introduced yourself, and I should do the same. I'm Brendan Connolly. I'm the Chief Operating Officer at the Dougie Center, and I've been hanging around here 
For a couple of years, I'm rounding up a little bit, but let's say a couple of years. It feels like a long time that you've been here. So, <laughs> um, so I, I'm I'm helping out with this podcast venture, and you won't always hear my voice or Jana's voice. We're going to have other people uh, pitching in with this. We'll have guests that we uh, invite to call in from, you know, our circles of influence and. Uh, and other staff members who have yeah. particular areas of expertise, particularly when we start looking at, um, you know, people who are dealing with a death from suicide or uh, murder, suicide, homicide. We have staff members who have years and years of experience uh, and expertise in those realms. So we'll be inviting them on the show as well. And we're going to try to keep these podcasts listenable for pretty much anybody hanging around your office or vacuuming your floor or whatever, maybe 15 to 20 minutes per episode. We're going to release once a week. Um, and, and we'd love, we will have a, a dedicated page on our website, which is Dougie.org, D O U G Y.org slash podcast. That's where you'll find all of the episodes as they are released into the world. And we'll have show notes there as well. So if we talk about something on an episode, we'll make sure to put a link in the show notes so it makes it easy for you to find them. Jenna, you want to talk a little bit about uh, the Dougie Center, where we, how we started? Yeah, I mean, I think the story of how the Dougie Center began uh, says so much about our approach and our beliefs around supporting people who are grieving. Um, and, you know, we began... We're called the Dougie Center in part because of a 13-year-old boy named Dougie Turno, who back in the uh, early 80s was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. And when he had this brain tumor, he ended up writing a letter to Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, who is one of the preeminent founding researchers in the field of death and dying. And he wrote a letter to her and asked her, why do children get cancer? And she wrote him back this letter that turned out to be quite long and beautifully illustrated and it became a short book called A Letter to a Child with Cancer. So they developed a relationship, Dougie and Elizabeth, in communication. And when Dougie came to Portland, Oregon for some experimental treatment at Oregon Health Science University, Elizabeth contacted a friend of hers, a woman named Bev Chapel, and asked her if she would meet with Dougie and his family and help them get settled. So Bev connected with Dougie and his family, and she was with him at the hospital. And she was very aware at the time that many of the doctors and the just the general gist in the medical community, community then was to keep children a little bit in the dark about what was going on. So they weren't as willing to be honest with children about their diagnosis, their prognosis, what was happening. So Bev realized that at night when the doctors would leave and the parents would go back to their hotels or to their houses, that the kids themselves would start to talk to one another. And they'd ask each other questions like, hey, do you, do you know you're dying? Because I'm pretty sure I'm dying, but I don't know if my parents know because they're not talking about it. They won't talk mm -hmm. to me about it. And I don't really know what to do with that. And then time would move on and, you know, Dougie would ask kids other kinds of questions like, do you think you'll live long enough to go to the prom? Have you had a chance to kiss anyone? Do you think you'll live long enough to do that? So Bev was just amazed that these kids were having these very frank, stark conversations with one another about things that the adults in their life seemed unwilling to talk with them about. 
So she realized that kids were so um, skillful at supporting one another. And from that, she, uh, the idea of creating the Dougie Center for kids to come together with other kids who have had someone die. That's how that all started. That's great. That's great. And we have had a couple of different homes over the years, right? We have, yes. And we've done groups in all types of interesting scenarios before and and through it all from whether we've been in our our new beautiful location uh, when we've been in very small places when we've done groups on soccer fields or in wrestling gyms or in basements to recognize that you know the environment's important but the most vital ingredient are the people themselves who are grieving coming together offering that support offering that like yeah I get it. I get it too. Even though our experience may be different from one another, I get it. And I think that more than most things can offer so much comfort and reassurance for people who are grieving. Yeah. To know that they're not alone. Yeah. We do this work uh, in three physical locations in the Portland, Oregon area. One is on Southeast 52nd Avenue. That's our main office building, our administration building, and our main group's building. It's a beautiful new building. It's only a couple of years old, 11,000 square feet, custom made to our spec, um, which sounds awesome, but it it really is kind of a a phoenix rising from some ashes of a previous home that was burned down by an arson fire a few years back. Uh, So we're really grateful to be here. It's uh, an unfortunate way that we came to be here, but we're grateful for what we have now for sure. We also operate in Canby, Oregon at uh, a place called Walker's House, which is a a residential house. It's not a residential home. People don't live there, but we we do our groups there. And then we also have a location in Hillsboro, Oregon, where we uh, run our support groups as well. Anything else, Jana? No, I'm just looking forward to future conversations about grief and loss and creating a foundation of support for listeners out there who maybe experienced a death when they were a child and didn't have the opportunity to attend a support group or those who are struggling with grief now, um, you know, a way to create sort of a virtual support uh, and understanding community for people. Yeah, which leads to the question, if people are listening to this right now and it makes them think, man, I'd love to ask Jana, a question, and maybe she can answer it on the podcast. What would they do? And go, um, can start with going to our website, the www.dougy.org, or to email directly to help at org. And maybe put podcast in the subject line or something like that. That would help, help, uh, Jana sort out the emails that she gets that maybe be helpful okay well that's it for episode triple zero the intro episode and i'm really looking forward to this adventure with you jana my myself as well all right talk to you later take care thanks for listening